Hello, everyone. Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan. And earlier this season, we talked about the evolution of female superstars in the sport with Caleb Blood and Cynthia Gauthier. And one driver we talked about who can flat out kick everybody's tail on the freestyle track is known around the world as the Princess of Carnage. And she joins me in studio. It's my pleasure to welcome in Whiplash driver, Brianna Mahan. Brianna, great to see you. Welcome to Inside Monster Jam. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Now, last time we saw you driving was back in London a year ago. Talk a little bit about that experience you had over there. Yeah, you know, we were in London, what, last May, and um, it was great. It was great to be back in a stadium after being on arenas all first quarter and to be driving a truck I've never driven before, Monster Mutt Dalmatian. You know, the fans loved it. They were great over there. We had a wonderful show, and, you know, I'd never been to London before, so... It was a it was a great experience. So after that show, you step away from the sport for uh, what feels like an eternity since since we've seen you, um, you know, talk a little bit about why you stepped away and what life away from the track has been like for you. Yeah, I mean, it's been about nine months now. Um, I have been growing a mini whiplash. Um, You know, I'm pregnant. So do any day. Um, Really excited about that to grow our family and really, you know, get another female out here in the motorsports world. Uh, you say any day, so we, we hope that for the next 22 <laughs> minutes we can, uh, uh, as much fun as we'd like to uh, have meeting the new Miss Whiplash, we'll uh, we'll let you get out of here before any of that stuff yeah, happens. Yeah, let's, so, let's hope for that. <laughs> when you were in London, um, at the time, did you know that it was going to be your last show for a while? No, I mean, I, I knew that um, I had a little bit of a break this summer, and my next stop, I think, honestly, wasn't until that fall and we were supposed to do Australia and things. Um, but you know what we had, there was other plans in the work apparently. And, uh, you know, I've always wanted to grow our family and, uh, it was the perfect timing. So I couldn't ask for a better summer. I know anybody that follows you on Instagram knows how important your family is to you. Uh, how, how has your husband been through this process with you supportive of you stepping away and, and, and supportive of, of, of your dreams after the baby's born as well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I could not have married a better man. And, um, you know, he's been there every step of the way, working hard to, you know, help cover the bills. And, uh, but yeah, he, uh, he was the first person to say like, you have to go back. Like you, you love this. This is your passion. This is all that, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll make it happen. So We'll talk a little bit about your, your future plans. I know you were here today discussing a little bit of, of that, but I want to talk about uh, when you were in London, you were one of the drivers that can almost, it seems, seamlessly go from an arena show to a stadium track and back. So when you were driving on the arena series a year ago, what was the transition like for you to open up into a big track like the one that was on in, in London? Yeah, you know, going from stadiums to arenas, not that I struggle, but it, you kind of have to like get your rhythm back. You know, you don't have that freedom to just, be crazy and be the you know princess of carnage that I am um so going from you know arenas to stadiums it's just like all bets are off the table I absolutely love it because you can just go out and and really I guess drive like I know how to drive you know you don't have to think so technically per se how were the fans to you out in in London? It was the first show we had there in a long time I know I've done Wales out there and, and I know the fans were in incredibly uh proud and happy to have us it was almost like we were at a, a, a english football game out there so were they were they as vivacious out there for <laughs> you guys as they were for us absolutely that's one thing i've always noticed about international shows is that their passion for for monster jam is is through the roof i mean they we sell out stadiums everywhere nowadays overseas and to just be able to come in and 
and be welcomed with open arms is is great. Well, listen, we will delve more into your career. When we come back, we're going to get to the origins of your Monster Jam career, which led to you being named the uh, 2015 Rookie of the Year. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. But we have Brianna Mahan in here all show. I'm excited to catch up with her. I know you are as well. More Brianna Mahan, more Whiplash, and uh, hopefully uh, not the debut of Miss Whiplash on this show as we get continue here with Monster Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. More of that on the way coming up soon. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. This week, I'm joined in studio by the Princess of Carnage, Brianna Mahan. Brianna, before you ended up in a Monster Jam truck, you had a career in motocross. Talk a little bit about your experience on a two-wheel uh, truck as opposed to the four-wheel, the two-wheel bike. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was my entire life from the time I was three years old up until, you know, my 20s um, was racing motocross and traveling the country and chasing that professional dream. And thankfully, I was able to go through the ranks and make that happen up until an injury had me one of many injuries I should say um I had to take a step back and um you know I was an instructor I worked with a lot of different organizations teaching kids how to ride dirt bikes as well after the fact but um after that I transitioned once I healed into dirt track racing and you know mini sprints and that's when really Monster Jam presented itself and I would have never thought um I would end up where I am today after all these years. And honestly, it was a dream I never knew I had until, you know, Tom Mintz presented it to me and I couldn't be more thankful. I've lived such a blessed life and got to do so many amazing things with Monster Jam. That was MJU for you. Um, I know a, a lot of riders coming over from the motocross, supercross struggle with the transition to Monster Jam. So how was it like for you to learn from Tom at Monster Jam University? Honestly, I really felt it was really seamless. I think going into dirt track racing in the middle kind of helped bridge that gap of two wheels to four. And honestly, it helped me be able to save the truck and maneuver the truck in different ways other than people who maybe came from, say, drag racing or different things. Um, I kind of put a little bit of motocross skill into jumping the Monster Jam truck, same as how I drive my mini sprint going through a corner and racing in the Monster Jam truck. So I kind of had a lot of like different things to pull from when it came to my driving style. You mentioned off the air that you worked with our new broadcast partner, Adam Entignap, at some point in your career. What was that like uh, meeting Adam on that? Circuit? Yeah, you know, that's what's cool about motocross is in the motorsport industry is it doesn't matter where you're from or where you go. You've raced with everyone at some point. You've crossed paths with somebody or heard of them. And, you know, so to be able to to see somebody from the moto community here in Monster Jam as well is just really cool. And I'm always over here cheering people on. And, you know, I've brought so many people over into the industry throughout the years, you know, Justin Sipes, I grew up with him and, you know, it's just amazing to see people do so great that uh, have ended their motocross careers. It, it's amazing. The, the number of athletes that, that try to make the transition. It's not, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, it, you, you don't, not every driver that rides a, a bike can transition to a monster jam truck. And it's, it's the same, I think from the other standpoint, if you start as a monster jam driver, you may not be able to ride a dirt bike. So <laughs> yes. you, you've seen some of these premier athletes from motocross and supercross not succeed. So do you feel any sense of pride that you were able to go from a successful career on a bike to a successful career in a truck? You know, definitely. And you just never know how it's going to work out, you know, and, and spending a full summer, almost a full year at Monster Jam University, I think, had a lot to do with how my career took off so quickly. You know, Tom really invested 
a lot of time in in my driving and and being so close to Monster Jam University um, living wise made it a really beneficial for me because if they had an open seat, he'd call me like, hey, come up and train. So it really gave me more opportunity to get behind the wheel. So by the time I came to my first show, I had already driven for almost a year. You know, so it really was seamless coming into the the event standpoint of things. And it showed because that first weekend you won a racing competition. You'd go on and win a freestyle as well on your way to rookie of the year. Did you have those expectations when you started that, hey, I'm not only am I going to go out and do this, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be the best rookie out here and I'm going to I'm going to be this superstar that you became. Yeah, I mean, absolutely not. I mean, I was out there with, you know, Tom's son, with Colt Neichelberger, with all of these other really heavy hitters that came in and um I was just having a blast. I was just having fun. I was on tour with some of the best people. I was out there with Chad Tingler, with Cynthia Gauthier, with um, Cam McQueen. So we really had a great group that really helped push each other and, and give each other that confidence. Did you get any pushback from any drivers? I talked to Cynthia and Kayla. They said when, when they started, there was some pushback there because the women's evolution wasn't quite where it is today. So what was that experience like for you? Um, I mean, personally for me, I feel like not really, um, but I came from a sport where they didn't want women involved. I mean, the motorsports and in motocross, it was not well supported, and they didn't want us there. I mean, they dissolved our unfortunately the pro division, and so to come into a sport like Monster Jam, you know, you're always going to have the one or two people that are like, oh, another girl, or what? You know, girls can't do what boys can do. But other than that, I really had a great experience with it. So, you know, I was I was very fortunate in that standpoint. Did you take names at any point when somebody would say that? It was like, okay, I'm going to beat you tonight. I'm going to beat you tomorrow night, and then the next night was it just a tally sheet going on for you at all? No, not really. I just I really you know like my dad always told me sitting on the line racing is you already have half of these people beat sitting here. The other half are up to you to do. And so every time I get out there, you know, on the track, it's, I've already got half of y'all beat. I'm just here to do my thing and, and, you know, have a blast. And then you beat the other half in the competition. (laughs) Up next, we will revisit Brianna's first trip to world finals and we will find out what the future holds for Whiplash. All of that is coming up next. So stay right where you are. More Inside Monster Game Powered by Lucas Oil is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan, joined once again in studio by Brianna Mahan. Brianna, we talked about your debut. You debuted in Scooby-Doo, became a part of that team, and then you work your way to that Rookie of the Year. You go to World Finals for the first appearance in Medusa, which is a, a truck known you know, worldwide, two World Finals championships for Medusa. What was that experience like for you to take over that seat and compete in the showdown at World Finals? You know, that was such an honor to have someone like Medusa, you know, want me to drive her truck, her brand, that what she's created, and to be able to do it at that level, it was amazing. You know, there was some pushback from people along the way that I'm not going to say don't think that I deserved it or whatever. Um, I had a great season leading up to that. And unfortunately, you know how all seasons go, like you have these highs and then you start to have some lows. And so I won all these events and then I like, it started kind of trickling at the end because everyone was chasing that title. So it got harder and harder with the competitions. Um, you know, so it was a little disheartening going in there, almost like I was trying to like prove myself and like, no, I, I deserved this. Like I didn't just get handed this. Um, but it was, it was a great experience. I did my first backflip and I remember coming across to my crew guy and I was like, what do I do now? And he goes, keep going. Like, <laughs> you're not done yet. You know, cause 
you don't, I didn't think I would ever get another opportunity to do a backflip. So when it comes down to, you know, the world finals, anything goes and I just, I left it all out there and it worked out. Sometimes I, I would get in my own head about it. Like you, you have to perform a certain way. And if you didn't, you know, people are going to talk and, or what's wrong with her. And so, you know, there's a, there's a kind of a standard to it, but, um, you know, every weekend I, I just went for it. In 2018, we see the debut of Whiplash, which has become your identity on the Monster Jam track. I know we've talked a little bit about this before, but for our fans that are just tuning in to see you for the first time, what was your uh, involvement in the development of Whiplash? Yeah, that was such an amazing phone call to get to say, hey, like, we love who you are as a person. We love who you're like, your style and what you bring to the table. We want to turn that into a Monster Jam truck. And so we sat down and and I got to be a part of the entire design process and the theme song and what the truck looked like and the body style. And I mean, we went, we spent hours, you know, going through different variations of it and then obviously landing on what we did and the name. And I even got a hand in helping with the merchandise. I mean, those first couple of years we had so such amazing merchandise and I had my own booth next to the truck and, you know, who would have ever thought like, that's just not something you get to see every day. You know, there's not a lot of drivers that get to create an entire brand based off who they are. So it was an honor. I think that truck and, and your image and, and your, your personality personify what a female superstar is in this sport, because I, at the pit party, we'd see you with your merchandise table you had all the best merchandise, the best colors. You came out in the hat, you know, looking dressed to the nines, but then you'd get in the truck, the light would go green. And it was, here is that princess of carnage. And you just, you tore it up. I, I do want to talk uh, about an injury that happened because you, I was there that night you got injured. You had to miss a couple events. So is that something that you just, you maybe took the carnage a little bit to another level or just something that you couldn't control that happened? And, 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 and are you able to talk about that at all? Yeah. Um, that was definitely, I would say a good reality check, um, that coming from dirt bikes and not being in a cage, you know the consequences of your actions. And then going to being in a full roll cage, it's almost like, oh, I'm indestructible. I can do anything and not like I can walk away unscathed. And unfortunately, you know, between the hype of my crew chief and the hype of the show and how well I was doing, we went for, you know, a stunt that it, it didn't work. And I think it really went, oh, in my brain, I was like, okay, like you can be crazy and you can be the princess of carnage, but like there is a line there of, you know, maybe we should uh, not push that limit that far um, because, you know, we debuted the truck and then, you know, Cynthia had to fill in for me. And that was it was really disheartening to sit back and go, man, like I just did this to myself. So, you know, it was really a hey, you can still drive really well and still go crazy, but maybe like let's not go that crazy. Well, I think you started adding, uh, you kept the carnage up and, and you kept yeah. that, that, you know, ferocity up in your runs. But I also think you started adding a little more technical yes. moves to your freestyle. So it elevated you a little bit. And that would lead you to world finals in Orlando where you finished third in freestyle, which I thought put you on the map. Not that you weren't already there, but it just solidified Brianna Mahan as one of the premier freestyle drivers in, in the world. And there were a lot of fans on social media that were clamoring for your victory that night that thought you should have won. Would you agree that... And maybe that one uh, that one got away. I mean, honestly, like being up there with, you know, Lindsay and and Cam, like Cam is such an amazing driver and I didn't think I deserved it over him. But that's just like me in general. I never feel like, oh, I should have won that. But, you know, it was a great it was a. I just 
I still don't even have words for that. I can't even put into to words how I felt standing up there on that podium that night because I went out there and drove. I felt different than I've ever driven before. Like I purposely was driving a certain way to make the truck react the way that it did. And, you know, people want to put their input in on, oh, well, you shouldn't have drove like you, you know, why are you jumping with the front end so high and different things? But it was to make the truck look kind of like how the Andersons drive and go crazy and and try to get those epic saves. Cause if anyone knows my style, like I really don't get those really cool saves. And so everything worked out perfectly <laughs> that week. And, um, you know, I had a blast and the, you know, the truck held on and, and I just, uh, I would love to do it again. <laughs> Rihanna Mahan in her fourth World Finals appearance, and that is a way to get it started. A nice save out there. Looked like she was going to go end over end and was able to stay on all four tires when it came down to that final jump there. You know, she hit that uh, new tire stack jump. It's the first time I've seen it all year. I believe it's the first time we see this. It's a stack of tires. Kind of cool to jump that they, they put in the mix of here at the World Finals. She was able to debut Whiplash last year. She's been in World Finals before with Medusa and Scooby-Doo, but now she has this truck. She was able to be there from that conception, and now this is her brand. And look at that save there for Brianna Mahan and Whiplash. You talk about Ragged Edge, right there is driving on the Ragged Edge. But you got to stay in it, man. That's all about transitions, point A to point B. And she's doing that right here. Look at that big air she's doing right there. But again, right there, she's doing a great job of getting the big air, driving a little bit of Ragged Edge right there. And another nice save for Brianna Mahan and she is starting to put it on and turn this thing on for this Orlando crowd, this whiplash truck. She is going to run it ragged into the crowd if that's what it takes to get off that ramp with a sky wheelie and another save. save. You know, she's cross-running like crazy, which is awesome. It's something that some of the other drivers haven't done yet before her, so she's doing something a little bit different than the rest of the drivers before her. And she is all over the track going every single direction, but it doesn't matter if you save it. She's doing everything she can just to fill the clock, which that's, that's the most important thing. Fill your two minutes. Have a little fun with the fans. Do the best you can with what you have. That's what she's trying to do right here. I think she's about done right now. Her best finish in World Finals freestyle was 12. I think she may have done a lot better on that run as the Orlando crowd now up on her feet. And Brianna Mahan knows I'm that run was amazing. Three saves. Well, with you uh, you know, being out on the sidelines right now, getting ready to, to welcome a new addition to your family. The truck has, has remained on the sidelines as well. What do you what do you think about that? Because usually we see drivers can't drive, another driver goes into that truck, but Whiplash has stayed on the sidelines with you. Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect, honestly. And, um, you know, knowing whenever we created the truck that that was always a possibility, um, I was like, oh, if they put someone in it, I hope, like, she does the name well. Um, but, you know, they've left my truck on the side, and that's kind of for me to come back to. And, and so it's... It gives me a lot of, you know, confidence and like just I, I I'm very blessed to still have my brand out here and them still talk about, you know, Whiplash, even though we're not out competing. When do we see Brianna Mahan back in Whiplash? You know, this year I've like I said, any day now we're due. So I'm really ready to get back in the saddle as as soon as we can. And you think you'll come out with that same uh ferocious whiplash style we've seen or is it going to be I'm a mom now I'm going to check it down a little bit <laughs> no I'm a cool mom now <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be a cool mom you're going to be a cool mom anyway yeah. when, when your daughter comes and sees all the cool merchandise that you have because yes. my daughters loved your merch table by the way we have whiplash merchandise in my house as well uh, coming up we are going to get you involved in the conversation I'll be giving Brad Mahan all of your fan questions that's coming up right here next on Inside Monster Jam powered by Lucas Oil We 
We are back with more Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, and we're back with more Brianna Mahan. We're going to ask your fan questions right now. Don't forget, you can stay involved in the conversation by following me on Instagram at ScottJordanMJSX. So we're going to kick things off with, oh, this was a tough name to even say, Ig Yo Dathaman, I guess, which <laughs> one there, uh, wants to know if you've been paying attention to rookie female drivers this year and who impresses you the most. Absolutely, you know, and and they've brought in, more females, I think, than they've ever brought in at one time. And so that's amazing to see. I got to meet all of them, you know, at our annual summit meeting. And so I really think like Ashley's personality coming out here in Megalodon, she is such a sweet girl. She is such of that vivacious energy. She's been super consistent. She just got her first win the other week. And I'm pretty sure like I saw tears coming out of her eyes. And I love that passion. You know, we've got Chelsea coming in over in Sweden. You know, yeah, she had a, a quick, easy, silly rollover in freestyle. But for your first event being a stadium, I could not even imagine, you know, how how that feels. And, uh, you know, the girls, they've just been super consistent. She's going to step in and drive El Toro. And that's a huge shoes to fill, but I have so much confidence in these girls and, you know, and even Jamie coming in and driving Monster Mutt Dalmatian, she's been killing those donut wins. And I just, I love to see it. I think that we've got such an amazing group of females now. It's a big year for female drivers in Monster Jam. Uh, Brandon Jopp wants to know, are you hoping to be back in time for the Superstar Challenge in November to defend your title in the best trick competition? Well, Brandon, I don't know if that's going to be part of the <laughs> competition in there, but let's uh, hypothetically I, say yes. I would love to. I mean, you know, that was uh, the craziest uh, attempt at a stunt went bad, but went right. And, you know, I got, I got a trophy out of it. The fans loved it. So I would absolutely love to be back by then. One more quick question from SMWC. What's been your favorite truck to drive so far in your career? Definitely my own. Definitely creating Whiplash and and having that brand. I mean, coming out driving the red, white, and blue Medusa was such an honor and and really turned heads. But you just can't get better than your own truck. Exactly. And what? Listen, I, I think I speak for all the fans watching right now that you you are sorely missed in the sport. We do hope you will be back soon. But I do wish you the best of luck with your newest edition, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back here soon. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Make sure you stick around here for multiple episodes coming your way right here on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil.